welcome to U.S. Comics Cast, your HQ for everything comic book related. 60 minutes, two topics for the people. I, of course, am your host and COO of U.S. Comics, Charlie Boom Boom Rivera. I don't remember signing off on that name change whatsoever, but I, much to your chagrin, am... God bless you. <laughs> I am John Rivera, the CEO of U.S. Comics and co-host of U.S. Comics Cast. And boy, oh boy, am I fully swollen and erect to be starting first. But let me just go ahead and ease us in. A little bit of foreplay, as it will. Charlie, as you are drinking the beautifully branded adult beverage as we speak, um, how how has your... Ronacation been going on, brother. How you doing in the end of the times? I have lost my mind completely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I shaved my my beautiful beard off. I know you I are mustachioed like, less. Um, <laughs> I'm rocking my hair down by popular request. Sure. In as much as one person mentioned you, they want to see it again, you've become you've become become looking. I'll, I'll I'll try that again. English this time for for those of us who are not uh, familiar with the you new been, language <laughs> I've invented. Um, you've started to look less like my brother and more like Hurley's brother from Lost. Like you you have a real distinct I I should be back in Hawaii vibe going on right now. You know it's I very... think it though I think it a lot. <laughs> What's really weird is I like just recently moved in with my girlfriend of a couple sure, of years sure. and like the whole idea was it was like a test like if we can because she has like our place is is small it's not tiny but it's smaller than i'm accustomed to and we were like if we can make it here in this confined space we'll be fine then <laughs> we the can goddamn, make it in new york we'll make it anywhere the whole world is then like oh how's the test going good <laughs> only see each other for weeks on end Oh, yeah, Just yeah. look at her breathe. Wasn't and there I... wasn't there a Black Mirror episode that was exactly like this? Where like you show up to the hut and you're like, "Well, good luck, fuckers. If you can make it, if you can survive this, you're good to go. You're you know golden." What's, what's and it's not lost on either of us because like right before the world ended, she got like, <laughs> a sound machine because I snore. Um, so we were like as prepared as we could be, but there's still a couple times a week. Where it's like, I'm going to take, I'm going to be preemptive. Uh -huh. I'm going to piss off for a half hour sure. and take a drive. So you can do whatever you want to do alone. Drive. Sure. You know, if you just want to fucking, you know, I'm in my car ripping gas. Plus, you guys both work for the same place, but both from home, which is like, oh, uh, dude, it's like a, like a, like a guaranteed, uh, um, you know, like a guaranteed office mate where you're like, Really? Really? You're going to have tuna again for lunch? What's, Great. What's That's really, great. what's my favorite part about it is like, again, it's a relatively small house, but it has a very big living room. The house is like 80% living room. So <laughs> I set up my little office here kind of in the corner by the front right. door, which we don't use. We're a side door house. Um, Good to know. She set up her office in like the laundry room type of area, which sounds like we're not being very progressive. But it's I was like, gonna say this is, and she's barefoot and also <laughs> makes makes dinner from there. Dude, she, you are wrong, man. What's she, up? Um, that part of the house was originally like the master bedroom, 
but she wound up building upstairs and the attic is now the bedroom. Mm. So it's like a mud room. Not really. It's a laundry room. So she has her desk there. But if this is a good sign, she starts work at six. I start work at eight. She works in her office till like nine. And then we both work in the living room like for the rest of our days, just like right. listening to the same, you know, sure. thing in the background. And then till about 11 p.m., you work each other's fucking nerves <laughs> like it's a second job that you're working overtime. I don't know what you're talking right. about. I'm sure, a sure. fucking delight. Dude, you're um, talking like we didn't live though, together though. for many, many years. Yeah. It's really only it's only a matter of time before you go rushing at her like a cannonball and bang her head into the corner of the kitchen cabinet and leave her hemorrhaging all over the house. And she'll be the one saying, shh, shh, don't tell mom. You'll get in trouble too. Anyway. Sure, that uh, hasn't already here, happened. <laughs> here, here I am in uh, in relative isolation. and um, Where you belong, safest. Well, the fact is I've been practicing for this for, this for years at this point. So it's like... <laughs> I, I'm like that, uh, like that hoarder slash like end of the world preparer that's got <laughs> baked beans and and you know like uh, pickled corn herring like stacked up as high as my body and I'm ready to go like I'm shotgunned, zombie locked, ready to go. Honestly, I've been frankly disappointed with some of the events that haven't happened yet at this point. But that being said, I've also you. been I've also been watching a lot of uh, TV, and um, so Tiger King has got me to the point of head shaking where I said, you know what, fuck anything new. I'm I'm just I'm disappointed by humanity uh, in America more than most. So I'm gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna rewind back the, the clock, and I'm gonna watch shit that I've already watched. Which has brought me some form of joy or another. Now, that being said, I don't watch very many things without thinking inevitably sooner rather than later. In many cases, I could have done this better. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Charlie and I, as, as per normal, we've had this discussion uh, and clipped it really you know, shorter than it should have run because... We want to save as much as we can for this hour for for you guys. So I I hope you appreciate it. Um, so it, it, this this chain of thinking really began, um, and Charlie, you you probably remember this with uh, Star Wars. So I was rewatching the the first in the uh, the new trilogy, and I I was just Monday morning quarterbacking the bejesus out of the thing, and I I really just almost like making mental notes. And then penciling real notes because I, I didn't want to forget anything when I f uh, finally got Charlie on, on text or like phone or whatever. Like a serial killer. You oh, were man. prepared for that. I was, like, I was like Charlie, the other Charlie from It's Always Sunny, with the maps all over the back wall and the red thread <laughs> connecting all the dots. And uh, I was, in essence, re rewriting the thing as we went along. So now this wasn't unique. Charlie threw a, a challenge at me. Which is like the equivalent of like taking a six-year-old that's bothering you and timing them on how long it took to run to the fridge and get me a drink. How dare uh, you? Just to give him a little bit of yeah, I understand. That was Charlie's equivalent of setting up his office in the in the laundry room. Uh, but I I bit I bit because I'm a dummy. 
So so I I rewrote rewrote <laughs> basically uh, um the middle the 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 meat of that sandwich of the new trilogy and I got to be honest episode 8 the John edition was satisfying job. as hell. I mean it was good. It was a nom, 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 like ready for dessert type you know, type You know when you start reading something in a long form text like mm-hmm. a text that comes in statements but it's sure. like three sentence of statements. Dot dot dot. We're not exactly short winded. Um, the best was like I was at first giving like emojis, like thumbs up, heart. I love that. And then it finally got to the point where like I'll I wound wait. up on the edge of my seat waiting for texts, like I was fucking thirteen again, and the girl was gonna say yes or no <laughs> to the dance because I was like. Like I, me, yes. Let me no. just ask this: In this segment, are you going to break down how you changed the movie, or are you doing something oh, else? Oh no! no okay. I've, so there's this, this brilliant pre- moment where I was defending big studios because oh. my idea was sometimes Dang. anyone can kind of not anyone, someone as wonderfully talented as a brother Rivera, um, yeah. can redo episode seven, eight, and nine. Like that's easy. You could go a million different ways. There's oh, no, yeah, there, there's plenty of meat. There's 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 an artistry to doing it well, but it is a an achievable artistry. The sure. harder challenge is, no, motherfucker, you're stuck with episode seven. That's how people got introduced. Yeah, yeah, Finn that was named poorly. That was uh, the caveat of Charlie, the the Charlie challenge, and I'm positive that it was mainly intended to put the refrigerator further away. So that it would take me longer to go get his frosty beverage, but I digress. But I want to just say the brilliance. There's, I made him keep the casino scene. Oh yeah, I did uh, because that was such a huge reason that they got like extra money. Oh. And his big reveal was that it was a a casino in the fucking sky run by Lando Calrissian. And John is my witness. Before he did the big reveal, he goes like, and you hear from a familiar voice, what do we have here? And I was like, it's fucking Lando! It's Lando! I predicted this made-up shit. Woo! Lando, baby! Charlie's virtual popcorn went spilling all over the aisle. Like, that would have been the moment that uh, uh, that in the theater, we you leaned across to whoever you're with and we're like, you're beating on them like, oh, look who it is. Look. Oh, Anyways. It was, dude, but, uh, when I tell you that's one of the best things I've done look, during this I'm, quarantine. The the offer is out there. I'm more than willing to forward that that entire threat, text thread in its entirety to anybody who's listening who wants to know how that movie could have been a billion times better. Please, you but, can find us online at uscomicshq.com <laughs> or on nice. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. US Charlie Comics, HQ. always be closing. He could have been. I mean, really, like there was there was a place for you. There was definitely a place for you in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. But uh, in any case, I did that. Did start my uh, that that did start my frame of frame of mind where uh, watching movies that I'm I've I've watched already multiple times and really never taken the time to quantify my thoughts of let me make this better let me do a favor to the world again i realize that this is monday morning quarterbacking and i say this with peace and love uh i'm saying this with the with the understanding that had you let me start from the beginning 
without any of this garbage source source material, I still would have done a better job. Like that, let that be established now. That's that's part of the ground rules. But I didn't, so I'm stuck with working with what I got. And uh, so so today, for example, I rewatched Man of Steel, which Charlie is a huge apologizer I really for. Am. Um, Super what else? Boy, the motion picture, except he's 30. Well, well, here's the thing. Uh, again, it really started with the, with the new star Wars trilogy. Uh, and again, Superman today, but what, what really, st- uh, stuck me, stuck, uh, struck me, I should say. And, and what is my, my, uh, my, uh, content today was Star Trek, the reboot from JJ Abrams himself who also uh, kind of kickstarted the, the new Star Wars trilogy, was so successful at it back in 2009 when he revamped the Star Trek world. What so I'm Star re-watching... Trek was Star Wars? That well, must have been his pitch. See, but here's the thing. I'm re-watching Star Trek. Now, now again, I have the advantage uh, per my talking about you know this is my topic so clearly advantage john uh i don't know when the last time that you watched star trek uh uh, the new one uh charlie but it's a fucking awesome movie never mind the fact it's that thor is james t kirk's father which gives you an immediate moment like it's an instantaneous cinch of the testicles Uh, i'm one of those people that like i enjoy star trek from like a distance okay i i appreciate star trek the way i i enjoy hot puerto rican women be like i don't want one because i've grown up near too many of them but I can appreciate it. The, the difference is, Charlie, that you can have Star Trek. Like, you, there's no money exchange necessary. There's no begging involved. Like, you get Star Trek. I, I'll lend it to you. It's not a problem. Fair enough. Uh, so, so I'm watching <laughs> Star Trek today, and I'm as I'm watching it, I'm realizing this needs very little fixing. Now, now again, it hubris needs to be fixed. Hubris still kicks in because my head is like this is huge uh, for those who are only listening. Uh, so there's still some fixing to be done. I'm a huge, where, where my Kevin Smith uh, fan dumb comes from is largely with the fact that I'm, I'm in love with dialogue. And that's a thing that arguably Kevin Smith does best, right? Dialogue. His, it almost doesn't make a difference what's going on in the world around his characters you can sit and just listen. If if Kevin Smith's podcast was just audio of his movies, I think they would be just as successful because his dialogue is, yes, there's the man himself, old Skinny Smith. Um, his dialogue is is aces. And there were multiple points in Star Trek that uh, I I would have done dialogue differently, uh, and there were certain little points here and there that I may have tweaked the uh, um, the story arc as it played out from beginning, middle to end. However, largely, it would have been untouched by mine own hands. And I was really asking myself why. I'm like, how could you, being you, not be able to improve this 
dramatically the way you have almost everything else that you've been watching for the last however many weeks. And I think I know the reason why. I think I have it figured out. Uh, do do you, Charlie, in your lost cosplay, want to contribute? Why do you think that I was unable to uh, to get even more out of it than than what we got? Well, I think my initial my initial reaction would be uh, even if even knowing you like Star Trek, you didn't have a Star Trek. You know, uh, uh, I wasn't a big Star Trek mark at all. Like I, I didn't. That's have what Star I think Trek figures or I, I you know that's what allows us to enjoy that movie a lot more because mm. there's not a chance of them being like Luke's a, a, a Indonesian robot now. What the fuck <laughs> are they doing? Instead, yeah. we're able to say like, oh, that's okay. That's Spock. That's that's James T. Kirk. Let's do okay. it. I've all heard right. those names. I have a vague understanding of why they're important. Oh, look at the ships. They kind of they look like the ships, right? Cuz it has the thingies and it's round up front. There's not a level of like, well, those are the wrong those are the wrong pants. How dare yeah. they have the okay, wrong okay. pants? It was also much faster than recent um at least my recent exposure to Star Trek. I'm one of those guys. If you like Star Trek, you probably like Voyager the least. I fucking love Voyager. Voyager was like arguably my Star Trek. So sure. it's weird because when there's less affinity for it, you it wouldn't take a lot for you to make a bomb ass Smurfs movie for me. Cause like I don't give a fuck about whoa, the Smurfs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, first of all, you're talking as if we didn't get not one but two bomb ass Smurf movies. So you need to slow your roll a little bit. Maybe check what your U.S. Comics branding adult beverage expiration date is, because I know we're a few weeks in. Um, all right, that's that's an interesting take on it. I'm gonna go ahead and respectfully disagree, <laughs> because and there is a reason for it. Um, well, just like just that point of contention, mainly because we have had a pretty consistent. Uh, 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 kind of connection to the Star Trek world. Now, granted, I, I I get where you're coming from. We haven't had this specific iteration of James T. Kirk and Spock and Ahura and Bones and uh, and uh, you know fill in the blanks, but we've had pretty consistent Star Trek a Star Trek feed that we've been tapped into. And yeah, I I understand. Um, there are those that are keenly like waiting like they're chomping at the bit they're they're like waiting at the window like ralphie for the you know uh for the the orphan annie decodering to show up finally they can't wait for the next installment where people you know fans like us who are casual fans let's call it right who are like oh shit look at this i'll check that out sure for me the hook was jj ambrose I'm like this fucking guy is 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 awesome. He's awesome. Um, you know what's really awesome about J.J. Abrams? A lot of times it's his framing. Like if you move a little over to your left, you'll uh -huh. stop exiting the frame of uh, this show, which you can find uh -huh. on YouTube at US Comics HQ. Well, so I'm looking at the widescreen. I'm looking at the widescreen premiere edition. <laughs> um, I'm not used to being boxed in both Sorry. literally and figuratively. <laughs> so in any way, we'll clear that up in editing. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, that, that being said, J.J. Abrams, I think at the time, was the perfect guy oh, to 100%. usher in because 
he he did this thing where he this isn't unheard of he he really cast it perfectly um in terms of okay he's going to give us actors that we we do already know for one reason or another but are so appropriate for the roles that they're playing whether they're playing like a one for one perfect variation like i don't think necessarily that they were doing a brandon brandon ralph ruth uh depending on the day uh um impersonation Act like this guy i don't think that they were doing the instruction i think that it was one of the things where if these cats were around in the 60s they would have been you know the the ones uh to fill to play these roles i don't think that you know I, i don't think that's the reason why the reason i think and and again this mostly comes just just so that we're clear this mostly comes from the fact that i think i can improve anything so the fact that i couldn't really uh, improve it all that much i was a little aghast at the situation so i needed to figure it out so maybe this is uh maybe this is just wishful are thinking you, are you having the uh the 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 crisis of self that you're like maybe jj abrams is better than me you know what for a split second it, <laughs> it could have been it could have been because if you take everything else away from him he has a beautiful head of hair but also so do i also as well as so you can't even really say that so no i, I what i've come to is um the fact that largely and the reason also why it was satisfying uh we'll use that term it was satisfying to both newbies like us because we were relative newbies somewhat in terms of the original characters except for like a rough defining of this person should be that this person should be this uh and also the the diehards like the the cosplayers, the ones who get into fights with Star Wars cosplayers over what's better. You're like, fucking, it's Pepsi and Coke. Like, don't be stupid. Uh, uh, what I think is, dot, 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 next text. What I think is that it's, it's for the most part, fan fiction. It's fan fiction because it takes into account everything that came prior and then adds in a wrinkle, which allows you to skew off and do your own thing while simultaneously respecting what came prior, but saying this all happened, this is all safe, we can jar it up and put it up on a shelf, keep it protected and dust-free, and go back to it, Anytime we want, open it up, smell it. Ah, that smells just like a TV series, Star Trek. J.J. Abrams, Star Trek. I'm going to get lifted on this shit tonight. Woo! But you can do that while simultaneously skewing off that story and saying, okay, now, but what happens from this point is this. And these are new things. And it doesn't mean that the old shit didn't happen because, look, we he, we we trotted out Leonard Nimoy out of out of mothballs, and he's still part of this new structure that we had. So it was just safe. You know, what's it very was, funny though is you've given me—I don't want to say crap because that's that's well into the realm of exaggeration. But it's always been my argument about comic book movies. 
comic books, at least Marvel and DC, they're big enough that they have uh, multiverses written into the fabric sure. of their structure. That right, is right. what the comics have. So I've been a huge advocate of like, have multiple TV universes mm. and be trust that we're not so stupid that I know you can have four flashes because right, I right. may not like the CWs. I may not like Smallville's, but maybe I'll like, maybe I like the nineties TV show flash. And I, that's the, that's my flash. And you can give me whatever flash you want. Right. I don't want to have to welcome in a new Superman that I think looks wrong and throw away. Right. Right. A right. Superman. I think looks right. Sure. It's, it very in a weird way I feel like I've been begging for that long enough to you of all people I've been like wouldn't it be cool if we got uh, a red like make a live action Superman Red Sun fucking trilogy and then if you want to make that Batman universe movie we're like hey guys we're doing a Batman movie set in the Red Sun universe and the movie opens I, with like. I I hear what you're saying, and I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Because Star Trek did that. That's what that, that movie well, does. Yeah, but here's the thing. What you're talking about is a, a perfect world in which you have your druthers of saying, I want this now, and now I'll take some of this and this. Like, you're talking about uh, like a smorgasbord. You're talking about a, you're talking about a Chinese buffet, which I would fucking pay quadruple for. To be open right now, but they're not. Uh, you're talking about the Chinese buffet options, but that's just not reality. That's you're you're not gonna get that. The closest that you're gonna get with that is actually what we're seeing with the the DC, uh, the DC universe having like TV shows that are not that are specifically not connected to their cinematic. Whereas yeah. Marvel, their other iterations are slaved to what's happening on the big screen to the point where everything that happens on the big screen has to have happened in their small screen world. Uh, you need to address it. But no, 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 what I'm saying is that's bad. I don't like that. That's no good. And yeah, I'll tell you the reason why. How is that not what JJ did? I'll tell you the reason why. Please because do. What, what JJ did was he welcomed, welcomed us all in to his JJ's uh, uh, chow time open 24 hours a day, uh, $5.99 a plate, we're going to send over a waitress just to give you drinks like that doesn't really make much sense, JJ, but I'll take it because they're dressed like a horror and <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll be more than happy to tip uh, like 30% for that. Um, but what he said was welcome in, look at all this stuff, but you can only have beef and broccoli because while he said, look, this is all protected and we're putting it up on a shelf. He all he the 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 defining part of that sentence was we're putting it up on a shelf. We know you like this, and we're not taking this away from you, but you cannot have any more Bloop, up on See, the shelf. I'm gonna That's call, why I'm gonna call shenanigans because I don't think I because I don't think we get the absolutely amazing Picard series if it wasn't for JJ justifying big money investment into the ip so while and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that you're i'm not saying that they're doing my exact smorgasbord they're not but they're what not. i'm saying is conversely there could be another star trek movie 
uh, in the JJ universe. Original and that cast- would be my smorgasbord. Well, well, here's the thing, and and this is like a this is a side this is a side topic which uh, we won't have time get for. Get warm. Uh, I understand you're getting you're getting heated up. Uh, the salt is starting to stir up in the body. I can see it. Um, yes, yes, the Picard series is a content. If you were looking at a singular timeline. Uh, um, Leonard Nimoy's Star Trek universe, uh, exclusive, like, uh, you know, like all the, 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 the original TV cast, that series, that timeline ends in, as far as we know, the Picard series, right? Because even though they had, there was time jumping in that series and blah, blah, their timeline was singular. So Picard, which we just saw, which is available for free right now, which is pretty awesome. Um, Picard exists in the original TV timeline, which is not the J.J. Abrams timeline up to that point where the Romulans whipped into the future. So there's that's where the skew, uh, that's where the skew goes off in their reality, in their world. One could argue that since they have like that shared history, there's still that connection, and and they'd be right. Like that, that's like Christianity and Judaism having the Old Testament in common. But there was that one thing in the middle, which happens, which drastically splits the uh, splits the worlds, and um, that's the J.J. Abrams movies, or or you know the, what 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 the movie kicked off. Um, I think obviously where the the skew began, where it started to falter, was because they started to play around a little too fast and loose with that concept of like. Oh, but this is the same, but only it's different, though. That's where it really became became problematic because on one timeline you have the con that we know and love, the uh, the, the 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 Ricardo Montalban con, you know, He's chest open. You're like, dude, you're what are you doing? Like, you're dressed like Power Girl, and and I'm not loving it. Um, but we even had a little bit of it, like a, a little tiny earworm. Um, no pun intended. Yes, it absolutely was pun intended. <laughs> where he fucking has Pike eat the, uh, you know, go into his mouth so that he can get into his head as opposed to climbing into the ear, which is the Rathacon horror show, which still haunts my very existence to this day. Um, so he started to play fast and loose in there. And that's where some of my little pencil notes to the script would have probably began. I'm like, no, that's dumb. Pike could have just eaten that fucking beetle and been done with it and spit it out. So terrible. If you're going to do it, do it all the way, have it go in his ear and stop pretending like you're cute or you invented something when you clearly have not. But that being said, um, no, I, I disagree with you. I, I think that when that skew goes off, you can have an entirely, uh, um, an entirely JJ Abrams labeled a story arc and and you know if someone was even more talented than the people who have picked up pen you know put pen to paper to write the the picard storyline one could say well guess what this picard story is a skew off of that of that divergence and here's the reason why and you you could do that like there's nothing definitively definitively that says okay well from from A to B, we know that it's protected because they've, in essence, told us so. But from B to Z, 
which Z ends up in Picard, we don't know that that's been protected in any that's way. Fair. So you only have a minute left. What ultimately is it just because they protected the history that you couldn't to find? a degree? No, well, well, no, the, the, the analogy that I came up with, and I know you didn't think we were going to go too far without the analogy coming up. Um, the analogy comes here. It is. So Patton Oswald famously guest starred multiple times on parks and rec, maybe none more effectively than when he showed up to, uh, um, to gerrymander at the town hall meeting. Um, so that, so that Leslie couldn't speak and she's rolling around on her roller on her roller skates, uh, you know, uh, much to everyone's chagrin. Because those cannot be comfortable after about 40 minutes. So he starts going into his fan fiction. I don't know if you even remember this. Oh, I so remember he, it. He launches into his fan fiction of how the Mar like he was before his time because he connected Marvel and the Star Wars universes uh, way before anybody else. But he also brings Boba Fett back from the Sarlacc monster when you see a. Uh, uh, a Boba Fett manacled hand come out of the sand. Like he, he was prepared and I give him, I give not <laughs> Patton Oswald, but his character, uh, all the credit in the world. Odds are Patton probably did write that fan fiction. He's like, Hey, I've got something which is probably really funny and inserted it because he's a God among men. <laughs> so, so Charlie would indeed be the monster buried in the sand by making you write in a casino scene Rude. when nobody wanted one, but you do it admirably <laughs> anyway. So you're for again, you're that's forced what fan fiction to, is, baby. You're forced to take into account what they've given you. That's your starting point. That's not up for debate. But what you do from that point moving forward is open ended. You can do almost anything, whether it's connecting it to the Marvel universe or to Barbie land or making Charlie and making some my little pony show up. You can do a lot to, to cater to your inevitable audience. But, um, Brody, that's, I think Bo life. Oh, I, I don't, I know it, dude. Don't I know it. And, and clearly your Christmas gifts this year will take that into account. Damn it. But the other, the other movies that have suffered for their, of uh, being forced, if anything, to reinvent the wheel, they don't have that preset uh, established content that they're going to build off of from that point moving forward. So they're, they have to kind of start at square one. And when you, when you have another square one that you can, that you can compare it to almost, almost uh, unintentionally, like you didn't go in saying this better be better than X, Y, Z. You can't help but compare the two. And and that's why I think when you run into trouble, um, plot line, you know, plot holes, notwithstanding shitty script writing, notwithstanding bad, uh, bad commentary, notwithstanding uh, all, all of these uh, pitfalls that that so many of the writers do fall into, I think would be eliminated completely if you give them a complete clean slate. Now, you can't you can't do that time travel gimmick you know too many times but i'm sitting here telling you i'm fully ready accredited and accounted for any creators out there who want a fresh start nay need a fresh start 
because now all of your content has to go straight direct to the audience. Movie theaters are now dead as fucking dinosaurs. I'm more than happy to help you out, lend you my creative juices, pour them all over whatever you have festering on your desks. I will give you the fresh start that you uh, desperately need, sir and madam. Fair. That's all I got. Fair. I love it. I love it. But it wouldn't be a real episode if not for this. And that, my friends, would be an unofficial advertisement. Today's episode of U.S. (laughs) Comics HQ is brought to you by U.S. Comics HQ. That's right. It's our Facebook. It's our Instagram. It's our Twitter. Hell, it's even our YouTube. You can find us online at www.uscomicshq.com. It's our hats. It's our hats. It's our mugs available now. It's our underwear. Oh, wait, no. I'm not (laughs) wearing it. My bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Oh, but you know what, though? While while you're chitter-chattering that, um, I do want to throw a little completely unnecessary, unwarranted, and maybe illegal uh, support behind our brothers, uh, our uptown, upper west side, elderly brothers, the gentlemen who starred in Oh Hello on Broadway, and have who have recently launched a competing podcast uh, to U.S. Comics cast. But you know what, though? We wish them nothing but the best. Um, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney in their, alter, uh, their alternate characters, their podcast, Oh Hello, the podcast, um, has launched out and it's hilarious so once you're done listening to this because we know that clearly we come first go over and listen to theirs it's hilarious but even more so honestly i don't care if you listen to it trust me that it's funny um but they have done a really neat thing in this kind of corona age they have asked that anyone who listens to their podcast and you know what by association hours um if you enjoyed it if you got a few chuckles if it killed some time off of your day they're asking for any donations to go to the united way um on their page they have um they have like a form that you can do go ahead be be our guest uh, from here to there like i said you don't have to listen to it if you don't want to but it's hilariously funny uh it's it's on a uh, united way you can go to unitedway.com or you can get there from their site oh hello the podcast um if you if there's a commentary section, hell, tell them the guys at US Comics sent you there. Maybe uh, we can get yet another. Uh, Charlie famously got me birthday tickets to go see their show on Broadway, and we got a chance to stalk them, nay, meet them uh, after the show. We got a couple of great pictures. They're they're awesome guys, uh, and they're what they're doing is is going towards such a great cause, especially again in light of all of our rubber gloves and face masks. Uh, going on so if you want to do anything if you want to support until you can actually buy something from us take that money and and give it to the united way through oh hello the podcast um uh through us uh you know one begets the other begets the other so i just want to throw that one out there charlie that was thoughtful and and mindful but also as well as also as well as we were brought to you today by ilio's pizza is it pizza? Not technically, but you could put it in the oven and eat it, and that and counts our as can pizza. It for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun fact, if you ever made yourself an Elio's pizza and only ate one-third of it, you're not even American. Elio's pizza. Kind of pizza. Pizza enough. My why do they even break it up? Like, Why do they, they perforate it along the sides like a 1990s printer? Like, who the fuck is doing that? Because they think we're a joke. 
Oh. And I'm 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 no joke. I've Helios always suspected. Pizza. Fuck you. That it was so that they it was like a workaround for the calories <laughs> per serving. Like it's a serving. Look, a third of an Elio, sir, is not a serving. One would argue three Elios is the serving. Three come in a box. Make them all, mom. What the fuck? I said I was hungry, not ready for a snack. Elio's pizza. They don't give us money, but you could mail me one, I guess. It's tasty. Motherfucker. Amazing. Another thing that's tasty is my one of my absolute favorite writers of all time, Gail Simone. She's responsible for uh, my absolute favorite issues of Batgirl, Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman. She is such a prolific writer. Uh, I've had the 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 fortune to meet her quite a few times at different cons. She's so personable. She's just such a, a, a good human being that whenever I can, I celebrate her. But that's not what my topic is necessarily about. Although, Gail, if somehow you find a clip of this or this episode, no, I adore you, and you have retrained my brain as far as what makes a quality comic book um, because again, she just writes characters so well and so powerfully. And hopefully, that was enough of a uh, enough of a of, of a emotional back rub that she'll drop the order of protection against you, and you can go and see her yourself in person again one day. That'd be so nice. That's actually why I had to shave my beard because next con- convention, <laughs> I'm be like, I'm a different person. She's like, you look really familiar to me, dude. Nah, I'm not Charlie at all. <laughs> The worst part was like I didn't say you were Charlie. Like, why <laughs> but, would you lead with that? Uh, I gotta go. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, pretty much all my Batgirl issues are signed by her at this point. I just gave her like my whole run, one issue at a time. <laughs> but she uh, is a wonderful presence on Twitter uh, at Gail Simone. I think I should have probably written that down, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Um, she's the only Gail Simone that shows up. Shut your mouths. Um, but she brought up a really good point. She said, obviously, we're still, unfortunately, dealing with the with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. And it certainly is a pandemic. And we make jokes. And, and you know, uh, it, we, despite us trying to, to make this a fun time, we are very well aware. We have friends who, unfortunately, are sick. We have friends who have lost family members and, and, and lost people that they love. This is very, very real. But one of the other things we're losing, you're listening to this on a Wednesday. It's comic book day in my heart. But very, very few issues became available um, at, at some physical outlets or even digitally. Uh, we saw a huge reduction in what normally comes out. Yeah, this like is, a 99% reduction. Yeah, this is the beginning of the new normal for quite some time. So I'll once again remind you, uh, while we're, you know, United Way is is the big focus today, please don't forget about the mom-and-pop businesses you've loved sure, sure, for sure, years yeah. and years. With that being said, Gail Simone may have the answer, and when I read it, I couldn't believe that I didn't think of it. She tweeted, and I'm going to paraphrase here, but she tweeted, when the comic book stores are back open, what we should do is we should, DC and Marvel should take their lawyers, tell them to go take a long lunch, and we should get another epic crossover event when the Mm. world's back to normal what do we need we need our four color funny books and what better way than to really take a huge bite out of this apple that's arguably been teased 
by both companies. I was going to say, what, weren't they kind of already on the long, the first few steps on the long road to a DC Marvel, to it, the most recent DC Marvel crossover? Because we have had it. No one has, no one has officially said. Both have taken <clears throat> equal part shots at each other with characters that are very similar. Marvel sure. now is a character that's very Flash like. Um, in a yeah, long but they, they they've done that for you know since time. Of course, but like, again, that's like a whole know, other topic, like the the um the DC Marvel specifically just the bigs, the DC Marvel yeah, yeah. comic uh, characters who are really like almost identical carbon copies. You know? But I don't want to I don't want to get too far off track because just a uh, a month or so ago on this very show, we were talking about a topic very similar to this, a new secret war. But drag in soups, drag in the tactical mind of Batman. I think Gail Simone has hit the nail on the head. Now is the time. That's how we bring people back to comic book stores. The moment that they're available again. Listen, comic book writers creators you can see from the amount of people live streaming and tweeting and instagramming everyone's stuck at home make yeah. that call i know for a fact i would be day one hell if you really want to go crazy cut down the the cost per issue for our comic book stores make it a retailer exclusive make it that you can't get it online unless you bought the physical book and have that little tearaway code Charge mm. me five books, five bucks rather, for you know each issue in this five issue arc. Now's the best time to do something like this, uh, in my opinion. Um, uh, not only do I right, think well, we all want it's really it, Gail's opinion, but yeah, you agree with her. Like, but, well, <laughs> to be fair, we've, we've, maybe, we've uh, established maybe that. she listens to the podcast and heard <laughs> us beg for it. Um, well, let me ask you this question because I, I don't think that you're the 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 get a coke from the refrigerator challenge uh that i would give you would be fucking go find someone out there who doesn't think that's a great idea like that is one of those um that is one of those pop top on a on a you know soda can ideas you're like well fuck how why didn't this why didn't somebody else already come out why are we doing this shit right now right what well, my question to you would be um how would you best like to see that done? Well, this is the ironic part of us sharing a brain. Sometimes <laughs> it makes the show very uninteresting because that was going to be my question to you. But I'll answer it. You know what I think? You know what I think of big? <laughs> Separated by states. <laughs> I only do that because I was planning on mopping the office anyway. Um, oh, that's tremendous. But if let we me had answer. a running tally, if I could have one thing, <laughs> if I rubbed my genie lamp <laughs> and I got a little half naked blue man, um, the, the first thing that I would ask for would be the opportunity to go back in time, not to kill Hitler, not to do a new Seinfeld finale show. It would be that we had the wherewithal to have some technical person come in and allow us to make like a little on the screen every time our unibrain acted up and we one of us said the thing the other one has been thinking about 
for the entire week. It's I'm, just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. It is. Uh, it's borderline pathetic considering I am the youngest 35-year-old who's ever existed, and you're uh, older. Um, my brain is clearly just, I took a chunk of yours, and the, God was like, good enough. Let's make him fat and ornery. Um, but I digress. I'll answer it. You know what I think the big misstep with uh, these these when two worlds collide is that they feel the they feel the need to make them collide. Um, they feel the need to go like, who's gonna win in a fight, Superman or Wolverine? I mm. don't think. Uh, specifically now, I'm not saying those books can't be fun. I'm not saying old ones haven't been fun in the past. I'm also not saying the but old they've hybrid. Been done. They've been done. You know, like totally. for me as a Superman, uh, I won't say apologizer because there's nothing to apologize for. He's the greatest. The best. Um, as a Superman aficionado, like the thing that chubs up my, my schwats the fastest is that singular image where he's standing there. Yeah, that's right. Just use the whole forearm. Um, and it's uh, wearing a watch. And it's very accurate. And the, the watch is perfectly timed. Um, no, but the, my favorite image is Superman holding the shield, holding Cap's shield, and, and Mjolnir in the other hand. Like, what else? You, come at me, bro. What else you got, son? But also, oh, I, think, I think, again, another idea that's been done and some people. The kind only of... way you can make that image better is if you had She-Hulk's panties crumbled up in a, in a in a heap on the floor on the asteroid, and he's like smoking a cigarette too, like canceled. Who else do you have? You just got canceled, sir. <laughs> you just got canceled, baby. Yeah, it was a good run. It was a decent run, and way longer than I expected. But what I think we haven't really seen, and we have, but we haven't seen it been the the point of the book. I want uh, my, my $2 pitch here is I want two versions of the same big bad. I want a new bad guy, a mm. new bad alien type. And I want them invading both universes at the same time. And the only way to beat them is we got to fucking work with, this other, we deal with parallel dimensions all the time. Sure. We're going to deal with it now, too. I want, talk about smorgasbords, <laughs> I want it all. No, we weren't. That's I not want, even a word. I want. It's a smorgasbord. Uh, whatever. Leave me alone. I'm <laughs> drunk. Um, unhappy. Um, I want the greatest hits from both universes, including their, their multiverses. I want. I want classic Superman teaming up with with uh, 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 you know a Green Lantern, but he's a, a camel. I want I want these I want this giant I want this giant group of twenty of our favorite heroes from our favorite storylines from uh -huh. our favorite universes from Marvel and DC. And these motherfuckers got to work together. So basically, to you want fan. what Marvel is already doing with Wolverine. You want the same characters existing in multiple places at the same time. But I only want um, one. I want like, I want uh, uh, Red Sun Batman. I want oh, I 1970s so, Superman. So in other words, your your pitch is more like the Mortal Kombat version of dc versus marvel mm -hmm. were like okay i'm gonna be 
I'll pick Superman, you pick Captain America, but then you get the opportunity to kind of scroll which version. Yeah. So like, you want World War II Captain America, and I want Red Sun Superman. And Hell let's see. Let's see how fast Superman will yes. destroy Captain America. No, but on top I think of it, we all know that's what's going to happen. On top of it, I want Superman and Cap are like a tag team. Oh, I so see. So you get to have World War II Cap. You right. Get to have, you so get it's to World have... War II Cap and, and uh, Red Sun Superman versus Raiden. Fuck yes. I okay. want only not specifically Raiden. I want like a new original Big Bad. No, it's, it's only Raiden. <laughs> but that's what you're getting. I that's your. This... That's your casino, motherfucker. How do you like it? I want this new big bad that when all this is said and done gets to still be out there and like both universes can play with it. I want them both to own it, but their own their own version they can bring back later. I don't want this to be one of those temporary team ups that have no leftovers. I want right, 10 right, years right. from now Marvel busts out Billy Bob or whatever a better name than that. Uh, but maybe Billy Bob. Maybe Billy Bob's the world's biggest ass eater. Um, it sounds more like a, a crossover with DC, Marvel, and WWE. You know what I really have? I have the villain already. It's that bitch Carol Baskins. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're going to prove Bruce Dude, Wayne and Tony Stark are going to prove that she killed her husband. The question wasn't how long would it take for John to spit out an analogy. The real question was how long would it take for Charlie to go after Carol Baskin? I, I saw a really funny one today. It was like, I don't even watch Tiger King, but all I know is I hate that bitch <laughs> Carol uh, Carrot Basket. <laughs> that oh, is... that's an image that's definitely going to happen uh, whatever this video version comes out. But think um, about, I, think I about how fucking well, let me, how let much me ask fun you, you could have. Let with, me ask like... you this. Because it does give the writers, and I realize that these are largely the same group of people who end up kind of uh, uh, being bandied about, uh, you know, uh, battle lines from one company to another. Like, that's it, it makes first place news when somebody leaves DC and goes to Marvel or vice versa, <clears throat> except when it's us. But um, the, your idea really, uh, really plays because it leaves both companies with material that they can run with in their own distinctive directions. My question to you is this, considering that on the DC side, where I've noticed it most is uh, they're incorporating the Watchmen and specifically Dr. Manhattan into their uh, existing continuity has allowed for the the tease of a crossover with the Marvel Universe from happening prior to all this nonsense happening. So, in all sincerity, that's your casino challenge, if you will. So, utilizing Dr. Manhattan, and I realize that you've already you know buried the lead to a degree on how you would do it, and this is not just me killing time like I, I was on parks and rec trying to keep her in skates longer to come up with my answer but my question to you is how would you have dr manhattan specifically be the linchpin for your mortal combat idea and i'm just gonna sit here thinking of my answer uh well the 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 place i would start is you have dr manhattan 
because of reasons. I need a, I need an issue to get there. But I need Dr. That's Manhattan. I need good. Dr. Manhattan to be like, yo, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm hands off still. Bro's Dr. Team. Manhattan will never say yo. Dr. Manhattan is going to be played by WWE Superstar edit. and the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collections. Zack Ryder is the <laughs> new. I've made this a TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, but, well, Zack Ryder, we know, is going to buy all of the action figures I'm, that are inevitable I'm from this I'm selling product, baby. I get that. Dr. Manhattan is going to be fist bumping the whole goddamn time. They'll have like the thing on the back, which is like fight action. Dr. Manhattan, he's like, yo, that's the only thing he does because he could do anything. He's like, yo, the internet champion, Dr. Manhattan. Um, But the naked version, like no trunks, just that's what's doing the fist pumping. (laughs) His blue dong. Boom, 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 boom. He's his his blue Schwartz is holding the can of like <laughs> a beard, <sighs> boom, a nice boom, a nice boom. stone. Dude, I'm gonna get everyone involved because he's gonna be I drinking a stone cold smoking skull IPA. I'm getting all the brands and Robocop's gonna be there. No, but Doctor Manhattan feels like he can't directly get involved in what's again. I know it's been done Two to worlds death. Flying, yeah. I, I know it's been done to death, but I do want this to be a world ender because I want this to be a celebration of of comic books and the fun comic books can be. So Dr. Manhattan sure. knows sure, that sure. not only this universe, not only the multiverse, but the multiverse, the sideverse, the quasiverse, our fucking universe. We're gonna work in like paramedics and shit. The doctor who finally cures COVID-19, that motherfucker's going to have a cameo. So what Dr. Manhattan decides is the one thing he can justify doing, because he can't just be like, I'm going to poof this motherfucker away. He's like, I'm going to give, we're going to do this one battle, all the fucking, all the universes are on the line, almost borrowing from what Mm. the, the CW just did with Crisis on Infinite Earths. We're doing we're doing ultimate crisis. And maybe I name it that cheesy because I want this to have aspects that like I want a lenticular cover on the issues like I want this to fucking celebrate. I want to celebrate comics and celebrate happy. There's no question who's going to fucking win. It's the good guys. They're going to win definitively. But Dr. Manhattan makes a megaverse. And that's how we're justifying it's World War Two captain. But it's Sue Storm from the most recent iteration it's Phoenix powered Cyclops. It's you know what? We're even gonna have like a mm. few of the amalgams. We're gonna have Superboy, Spider Boy. That <sighs> motherfucker's showing up. Too much. Too much. I, I wanna... now you're asking you're asking the the reader for for far too much work. So I'm so Doctor Manhattan is gonna set this stage that he's not gonna interfere. The winner's gonna win. The loser's gonna lose. And the stakes might be everything. I mean fucking everything. If the bad guy wins, bro, these are all the stakes. Nothing exists, including the readers. I'm going to have a page with a panel that has like the little, like almost mirror thing where it's like, this motherfucker's going to die too. And it's you reading it. You're like, whoa, my mind's fucking blown. I thought I was the time man of the year. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and, and the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to do like a, a 10 part miniseries. DC gets five issues. Marvel gets five issues. It's going to be part one, part two, part three. But it's literally uh. going to be like you bought part one in DC. You got to get part two in Marvel. Ten issues. No side stories. Ten issues. This is the graphic we're doing. And to make sure the quality is on point, I'm putting together five of my absolute favorite DC writers. 
that are known for DC shit, like my girl Gail. I don't mm. have the list of the five, but I know Gail's going to be in there. I'm going to sure. have five of my favorite Marvel uh, writers. They're going to sit in a room. They're going to craft this story. But each issue, they're going to... Gail Simone's going to write issue three with all the characters she can play with. They know the 30 characters they can play with. They mm. know where the story begins, middles, and ends. But I want I want issue three to feel like a Gail Simone DC comic, despite the fact it's telling part three of this big fucking narrative. I think it would sell incredible talking about it. It'll it'll definitely sell. And the fact the the kind of like the fact of what drove uh, uh, the the creatives together, um, even on a company on a company level, will <clears throat> will make it a compassionate endeavor. And people will will buy the books. Maybe even like some people won't intend to to read them. Like yeah. I don't think it'll be a, a poly bag type of thing. Like I'm gonna buy two and read one and and put the other one away type deal. Um, it, it's a it's a it's a fantastic idea. It would be fun um, at bare I'm minimum. Pretty, fun. Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that it absolutely will happen for the for the reason that I mentioned before because Doctor Manhattan has been the linchpin for for i think dc teasing that this is going to happen but now we have a really good reason so in act you know activating beautiful mind mode uh this is the way that i would do it as you say like i'll leave the i will leave the uh, um the particulars to you like okay well it's going to be a 30 issue run and marvel's going to get 10 and DC will get 10 and then we'll do 10 as a joint publication venture, which, you know, whatever, like you can work that shit out the way and that I, I want it. <laughs> the way that I want to see it done would be as follows. Um, you start doing and not so much in the accidental sense of like spider verse did. Um, but in a more, uh, in a more intentional attempt on behalf of Dr. Manhattan to intertwine the two universes. I want it so that he's like, I need to get these two groups together because it's only as a united front that they can defeat this new threat, you know, just uh, similar to what you had mentioned. But the way that they're going to do it is he has to be, uh, judicious in which characters are going to be pulled. So obviously he's going to want he's going to want a Wolverine, but he's also going to want a Batman. He's going to want Captain America, but he's also going to want Superman and and so on and so forth like that. So I think the way that you do it, the way you ease into those waters is you pluck. By you, I mean Doctor Manhattan, unless you happen to be bald and blue and naked. Uh, which some people might be. No, no, no. I didn't say get bald and blue and naked. Um, oh, all right, I won't then. The way that the way that you do that is you pluck your heroes, kind of like in the way that um, uh, what the hell was that mobile game? Uh, ch- champion. Uh, 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 ch- uh, the game. Champions of uh, tournament of champions. Oh, it was uh, uscomicshq.com. It actually wasn't, but but that doesn't mean that there don't never be. Woo! I bought so enough time. In the sense that, like you, you plucked heroes in that way. What I want to, what I would want to see happen is you pluck heroes, and and it's not intentional. It's Doctor Manhattan. This is so difficult to do that even Doctor Manhattan is having a hard time 
working out the particulars, but he ends up plucking the hero and inserting them into the rough equivalent, because that's something that we just referred to is like for every, you know, for, for every Iron Man, we have a, a Batman, like however you want the equivalencies to be pluck the hero, pluck them into uh, uh, insert them into their opposite universes, villains to deal with it. So that's the way you ease oh, into it. I like so, that. so, um, Iron so Man's fucking a penguin. Mag Magneto is fucking run amok. Superman shows up and has to deal with him. He's like, what the fuck is this? You're a bad guy. And that's how you that's how you ease into it. So heroes across the across the line in the sand to the hero uh, to the opposite company's hero a uh, uh, villain Ooh, verse. I love that. That's the way I would ease into it. And obviously, to you have to maintain the idea like, well, it's not that Batman's a fucking punk for not being able to to deal with Joker. So if you cart over uh, to deal with Joker, you you pluck insert whatever marvel hero you want they have they have a problem so this motherfucker is crazy like his superpowers he's fucked up like <laughs> you he's got to be dealt with and heroes do hero shit an innocent looks the same in marvel as it does in dc and vice versa except maybe they're wearing different fan t-shirts so that's how i would ease into it and then um you know during the course of that process you establish you know the, the 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 brainiacs of each uh, companies figure out independently what the fuck is going on, um, and then you have them start to start to to cross pollinate the way that Doctor Mahan wants them to. Now, the one thing that I would that I may do differently in the Johniverse version would be not to have duplicate big bads. Because that would lead to me the the possibility that on one side of the aisle, that version of the Big Bad is defeated where the other one is still going strong. And it'll it'll end up leaving you with however long it is till the next crossover. Well, our guys beat the distance and how many so so forth That's issues fair. and blah blah blah. That's fair. So I would want to have like a um a a fair playing field, so to speak. So I would collect, like, again, has, as I had mentioned prior, a Secret Wars scenario where you gather up all your toys and you plunk them down someplace new and now go and let them. So here it, here it is. Dr. Manhattan and all his infinite power and knowledge realize that, like, where, you know, where uh, the, the DC uh, superhero world exists in World War II that's Earth number 727. And in the Marvel universe, where they're like, oh, well, in a what if scenario, what if fucking, you know, uh, Wolverine, or what if uh, Nick Fury killed all the X Men? Like that universe is Earth 772 or whatever. They, they each have that aspect of like these multiple realities. He has to singularly create Earth Z. Or or whatever, which is a common Earth, uh, and actually now that I'm saying it, that'd be so fun to return to. There may be well, it it leaves the door fucking wide open uh, to the wind and the and the raccoons. Um, 
there may be a multiverse reality for both of them. Like the the I I if I, if I remember correctly, Stan Lee had a go at doing like a crossover characters. So something, something along those lines, but not that specifically because those are, are, uh, whatever the term is compendium or smash up characters. It's not that Uh, I don't uh, want spider boy amalgam. Thank you. I don't want spider boy. I want super boy and I want Spider-Man, but I want them to be able to have access to this, uh, like a, like a neutral zone, but it's still earth. So like that place still has, and where you can really have fun with that is that reality is like the first to be. So if, if you're a predator, right. And you're swimming in the water and you're looking at some, if you're a shark and you've got a taste for some seal, you're like, mm, I'm as some seal today. You're going to learn today. Seal how many teeth I got. Um, and you're on task and you, and you have, multiple seals swimming around the water that you can take a bite out of. If one jumped into the water and the most recent one to enter the party, that's the one that's going to get your attention. So your head, because if you're a shark, your head's on a swivel. You're like, oh shit, let me get that new one first. So if this new reality popped into existence and you're the predator that feasts on realities, that brand new one's going to be nice and shiny. Like, I'll start with that one. That's my appetizer. Then I'm going to run through all these other motherfuckers here. Um, that's how I would do it. Dr. Manhattan, you know, it. Dr. Manhattan's into existence, this planet or this reality or whatever you want to call it. And then he's like, okay, but that reality has some, has people in it. Like they have, they, you wake up in the morning. You don't know if you're in, in fucking Groundhog Day. I mean, we are in reality. This is covid fucking groundhog day number 727 but um if you wake up on a tuesday you didn't you know if somebody changed your programming you didn't fucking know so you wake up everything was everything was the way you left it but then you wake up the next day and you're like the fuck is a guy did a guy just fly by my window is there some space dragon that's gonna come and gobble what the fuck is going on so you'll have that extra element of fun that both companies' best writers can play with, not just of having all these new toys that you can, you know, kind of like uh, make a game out of and smash together until one arm comes flying off, but also you have the reaction of the of the know nothings who are like, what the f- what the actual fuck is going on right now? There are superheroes in the world that there are superheroes. If you really had balls. If you really had balls, and this is an open challenge to the writers out there who are collecting checks that Charlie and I are not, this is my get a Coke from the fridge challenge to you. Make that world that Dr. Manhattan fucking snaps them into mimic and mirror the actual world we're living in right now. On dad, on on our beloved dad who's no longer with us, I was screaming in my mind, Make it our earth. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Dude, how cool would it make be? It, make it be a COVID, uh, a COVID fucking challenge reality. So people are stuck at home and like 
they have to watch shit on TV like, what the fuck is this? How and now all of would people it be are like, quarantined, it's, watching it's Magneto awesome. on one hand and Superman on the other. And I don't mean to like, I don't mean to be overly masturbatory about some stuff we're crafting in real time, but I'm going to be because it's fun. Um, I mean, the normal amount of masturbatory <laughs> is already too much, but please continue. How great would it be? Because you're in essence getting to do reintroductions of characters like Superman and Batman to the world without having to like redo their origin. It's right. like, how would a world, how would uh, this world boy, right now Martha with this Wayne, nonsense going on? One I of these, think like, you're not going to kill me again. Are you? I think so much of that, uh, that, 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 that it's so fun to be snarky and it's so fun to be like, Fuck Superman. If Superman showed up in this world, we would all be like, fuck yeah! He's an He'd alien, like, he has abs, and he's on our side! Woo! What are you saying about my red underwear, you bitch? How fucking amazing would that be? But we are out of time. You uh, know what to do. Hit our sponsors, namely us, also as well as a big shout-out to Pudgy's Chicken. Pudgy's Chicken. I don't know if it's still a company, but I know I enjoy Pudgy's Chicken. If you're a Pudgy's Chicken owner, send me some chicken, because I love Pudgy's Chicken. Our social media is at US Comics HQ. I am the CEO. Not really. I'm the COO. He is the CEO. Stop trying to promote yourself. I'm Charlie. He's John. There's only one way to end. Take us away, Bad Mary. Bad Mary rocks out.